Hey, welcome to another episode of Create or Die. It's your host, Ike Allred. And we've got a good one for you today. We're going to talk about a mantra that uh, I hold near and dear to my heart. It's called Trust the Process. do this so trust the process pretty straightforward you can see it on the wall behind me uh, it's something that I've resonated with for nearly as long as I can remember um, the quote itself has no author I mean it probably does someone said it originally but you look it up it just says unknown so there's no one that we can necessarily uh, give credit to. But in my life, there, there was someone who introduced this uh, mantra to me. And let's go way back, let's take a trip, okay? We're talking all the way back to the early 90s. You remember it, <laughs> maybe if you were born, right? Back to the time when we would go to libraries. You know, there were there were little or no computers in people's homes, right? Uh, there certainly wasn't YouTube. You couldn't say, hey, I want to learn about this subject. I'm going to dial up the old YouTube. Even on dial-up, dial it was, uh, didn't happen. Didn't have it. You know, I think I got my first taste of internet and 1995 or something so this was before that let's say 91 92 okay and as a young hungry artist who wanted nothing more than to become a Disney animator I went to the library and I would look you know use the Dewey Decimal System and try to find a book on animation and very rarely I would get lucky and find something. And I remember finding this book. It was uh, some Don Hahn book, you know, behind the scenes of Disney animation or so you want to be a Disney animator or whatever. Uh, I don't remember the exact name. But it had, you know, one of the more recent films uh, animated films splashed all over the cover and and that film was uh, Beauty and the Beast which uh, I believe came out in 1991 and one of the supervising animators of Beauty and the Beast who was the animator of Belle was Mr. James Baxter and he's still doing it the traditional animation you know if you've seen uh, some of those live-action slash animated shows with the princess it's uh... it's escaping my mind what it is but it was his company that did did that uh... anyways i digress james baxter he i remember seeing a picture of him at his animation desk you know working on bell and on 
in that picture there was some kind of a sign on his desk and I, I can't remember if it was just written on the desk with marker or if it was a sticky note or something taped to the desk um, it said trust the process and I don't remember if he um, talked about that in the book but regardless that was my introduction to this mantra so that was a really really long-winded <laughs> kind of story around how I was introduced to that but that I, I remember that just hitting me like a ton of bricks like trust the process okay that's cool and here's this professional animator who you know is obviously doing one of these very laborious jobs where you're drawing one frame at a time you know 24 frames a second you know maybe I mean as a supervising animator you're, you're drawing the keyframes and handing them off to your um, assistants to do the in-betweens and and then clean up and everything but still a lot of drawing and not only do you have to trust the yourself in that whole process scenario with animation you have to trust your team that they're gonna when you hand those drawings off they're gonna know what it is that you want or envision them to do as as their fearless creative leader right um, and then you have to trust that as it gets handed down the line to ink and paint and you know clean up before that that in the end your vision for that performance of that particular animated scene will end up in a good place and at this time in my life again remember we're in like 1992-93 somewhere way back when I had little to no idea of how animation worked. I mean, I I remember having flipbooks, making flipbooks, pretending to animate on a, a board that I had screwed some bolts into and tried to, you know, get some paper to adhere, but there was no light behind it, and I didn't know the process. I didn't, so how in the heck am I supposed to be able to trust it, right? But that did give me comfort that even this professional animator had to remind himself to trust the process. And so that's been something that has helped me through some hard times, some hard projects, some hard interactions with clients, some hard things that aren't even creative related. You know, if you have goals to... Uh, get into better shape or um, see the end of this long commitment that you made like school or you know a humanitarian mission or whatever it is you know a, you're doing a tour in Iraq or whatever to s trust the process see that through the end is is a universal truth but 
this is this is my kind of you know deduction if you will deducement I don't know is that a real term of you know what you need to trust the process so if you've never done something before if you don't even know the process like for me in this story about animation you know later in college and with YouTube and other resources I was able to really grasp like oh that's that's what they're doing when they're flipping with their fingers and and they are just drawing on the the piece of paper that's at the front they're not sticking their hand in between pages and drawing on um, pages halfway through the stack I mean they may from time to time but it's rare and you're certainly not doing it at some breakneck speed which is what I thought anyways you got to know the process right and so if you've done something before and you've seen it through to completion maybe it was successful maybe it wasn't maybe there are learnings that you can uh, ascertain from that and you know in the future okay this is I, I was able to do this good and my team was able to accomplish this or whatever I know we can do that in the future or with some tweaks you know we were able to do that we're gonna do 25% better or whatever so knowing the process let's just say that's first second it's a belief a faith if you will that you can do what's necessary to accomplish this thing and maybe if you've done it before like this whole know the process then you know maybe it's not faith it's uh it's a perfect knowledge that you know you can do it but when you've done hard things maybe animation in for one instance in this scenario or you've seen yourself transform through a weightlifting regimen regimen whatever it's late I told you it was late um, and you've seen some success you know that okay the next time I need to do something like this I can take little steps consistently over time and eventually we'll get there and in this day and age of Google search chat GPT you know the world is at our fingertips you know I'm not talking about having the AI do something do it for you but to to learn the process how to do something no matter what it is it's easier today than ever before because like that example of the early 90s you know going to a library First of all, you had to hope that this podunk little library in small town Utah had the book on the subject that you were looking for and it wasn't rented out because it's not like it's a digital copy and any, anybody can have access to it. They may have had one or two copies of the book. I know, dark times if you're a younger person close your ears because it it was not easy <laughs> but it was fun it was an adventure going there B 
being quiet, bringing a stack of books to a table, flipping through it, getting yelled at by the librarians to be quiet or put stuff back. It, yeah. Okay. I digress once again. I apologize. But knowing, believing that you can do what's necessary. That's number two. And if you've done something hard before and you you know that as long as I can see that some other human being can do this thing, then I know with enough uh, knowledge, practice, trial and error that I can do it too. Because, you know, humans aren't necessarily that much smarter than another human. Does that make sense? No. No, I told you it was late. <laughs> no, seriously though, like, if you're relatively smart, you can use a computer, you know, have faith. Like, maybe it doesn't come as naturally to you as it would someone else, this subject that you're trying to learn. Um, but with enough persistence and, you know, absorption of those principles that you will eventually be able to do it. It'll click. That's the magical thing. The click. Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit more later. Number three. Now I know two, two is long and you probably got lost. We'll recap. Don't worry. Number three. Patience. Oh, man, patience. Okay? Not patient at a hospital. You know, this is patience as in you can't have it right now. You want something awesome? You want to be able to post something amazing to Instagram every day that you just started an hour earlier and you want, you know, 100,000 people to like it? And a million views? No. Not going to happen. If something is worth doing and is valuable and others are going to look at it and say, wow, that's an amazing thing you created there, it's because they appreciate how hard it was to do. You know? I mean, sure, there's some... Uh, talent, skill that goes into to this stuff. But I would argue that more important than either of those is patience. Uh, you may have seen some of these pencil drawings, and this is just one of a million examples, that, you know, big, massive, you know, five foot by six foot pencil drawings that look like black and white photographs. You know, people have created YouTube channels around these or whatever. And you think, wow, that looks like a photograph. That can't really be a pencil drawing. As someone who draws myself and has created halfway decent things, I can tell you that, yeah, that, those things are real, but something of that size and that level of precision took 
hundreds of hours to create and so you can't just squeeze hundreds of hours of time patience and it's not just being skilled a skilled draftsman that's important but it's using the right techniques to not smear things wrong you know ha not pressing too hard having uh, erasers to you know I mean like precision erasers to get the negative uh, areas you know the highlights the the non chart uh, black and white graphite parts black parts yeah okay so patience another example of this so so that's one you know it's amazing and you may say well, why why does someone even take the time to create a pencil drawing that looks like a photograph because you can just have a photograph that's that's true that's a good argument but you know people want to challenge themselves they want to see can I do this and uh, if you're a collector of such pieces you want to be able to say it took somebody hundreds of hours to create this and I bought it for ten thousand dollars whatever another example is something that takes a ton of patience is of this ZBrush artist that I'm a big fan of uh, he's a French Canadian gentleman and I may be pronouncing his name wrong but it's like Marco Plouf or Plou Plouf Plouf apologies Marco of Kios Masons which is a studio that he's a co-founder of and they create these amazingly detailed models digital 3d sculpts of characters for film maybe some television video games is is their big thing and they're imaginative they're amazing they're not like anything you've ever seen before um, others copy them but this Marco guy he has a twitch stream where you know this is his day job to do this stuff and his client work you know nine to five when he's not r running the business he's putting in serious hours on creating these models but separate from that kind of like what I'm doing here he's producing content for himself and to share with others to see the process through his twitch stream that he then posts to the Kios Masons uh, YouTube channel and these twitch streams are like one to three hours a piece and he'll he'll be talking answering questions but the whole time just noodling on a part of this model this character sculpt and you know maybe he'll do one or two of these twitch streams a week like I said they're one to three hours each and it'll be like over a th three month time period 
you know, maybe two if it's if he's in the zone most days. I don't know. But you add it all up, and I think you know one of these characters is about eighty hours worth of time to create, which you know that's two weeks of full-time job work and he spreads it out over a few months like I said and and he has these amazing portfolio pieces that end up coming out of this and because he trusts the process because he has the patience you know not only is he creating this but he's doing it live in front of people he's making mistakes he's cursing he's <laughs> he's trying something he's redoing it he um he's being real and it's really cool to see but man take some patience you know as someone who is a commercial artist myself you know and a believer in another aphorism which is done is better than perfect sometimes i i lean a little too hard well let's say most times i lean too hard on the side of done you know which is important for you know commercial work you know it does need to get done it needs to get shipped it needs to get out the door but i've been using zbrush for 14 years since 2009 and I don't have one piece that's anywhere near as good as what Marco is doing now I believe I have faith that I could create something like that um and if someone were to hire me to do it, I would see it through and, and I would believe that I could do it. But in the end, who's going to hire me to do that? Because I don't have that in my portfolio, that level of detail and quality on a, a ZBrush uh, masterpiece like Mr. Marco here. Or like the pencil drawing thing we talked about earlier you know as a kid that was my definition of what an artist was you know can you produce what you see reality maybe you're not seeing it maybe you've done it out of your mind but the ability to basically be a human uh camera that was the best artist in the world and i no longer feel that way um and instead appreciate that stuff as like wow that person has amazing resolve and patience so that's something i personally want to do is and you may see me posting to social a lot less is so i want to take the time to create and i've said this before to create truly amazing pieces of work that took a long time to produce and the way that those things get created is the trust of the process the trusting of the process 
So there you go. And number four in this list is having the resolve, and I hinted to it a minute ago, uh, to see it to completion. Because I can't remember where I heard it recently, but I think it was from Chris Doe on uh, typeface design. You know, he was paraphrasing another like typeface designer who said that you know 90% of the process is fun. It's that last 10% that's hard. That's super hard. You know, also known as the devil is in the details, right? How how easy and fun is it to start something? But to finish that bad boy, that's the ultimate trust in the process because let me tell you, in so many different areas, and you've, I'm sure, experienced this for yourself, but you're doing something, you're feeling good, you know, you're liking it, and then all of a sudden, you hit a wall, and you're like, whoa, I don't know how to do this, or this looks like crap, who was I kidding, I don't know what I'm doing, um, you know, I have no business putting my content online or even accepting a paycheck from my employer because somehow I con them into allowing me to be here because I'm horrible. And it gets dark. And I, I'm just trying to help all y'all realize that you're not alone and that when you hit those dark times in that last 10% when you're holding hands with the devil or he's on your back clawing at you or whatever horrible imagery will help you in this situation um, know that you're not alone that it's hard for everyone but the more you do it, the more you repeat in your mind and maybe paste it on your wall or on your animation desk to trust the process, that'll help you get through those. And you'll tell yourself, you know, okay, well, I'll, I'll switch to something else for a little while. Um, I'll come back to it with fresh eyes. You know, maybe I'll do some research to figure out you know how to get past this technical issue I've run into or I'll get someone else who knows something about this to give it a look and maybe help me get unstuck but just don't don't give up on that thing you know don't do it just keep going and that's how amazing things get done. So currently, just to kind of share a little bit more, I'm, I've been working on some side projects, uh, a website design, homepage design for a company, as well as a 
a logo design for a startup. Now, they had crowdsourced their initial logo, got something that, that they liked well enough to kind of get the ball rolling with the company. But they want something that they just are absolutely in love with. And if you've ever designed a logo before for the founder of a company or the CEO or whatever who is just passionate about this and tells you, I'll know it when I see it. And it's hard. And it's easy to tell yourself like, Oh man, I don't want to I don't want to show them what I've created because this is this is it. This is my first project with this company. This is so important to them. They they have this idea in their mind and you're essentially needing to read their mind basically and create something as good or better that they will fall in love with. And so you got to know that you're going to do maybe a hundred sketches that you won't even show the customer. And then maybe you'll show them four or five concepts and maybe they'll, they'll like them, maybe they won't. You know, you always worry like that they won't respond to you. And next thing you know, they've moved on and found someone else who will get it right the first time. So how do you deal with that? You know, as an artist, as a designer, as a commercial purveyor of the creative, how, how, do, you, how do you deal with that? I want to know, seriously. <laughs> I'll tell you what I do and what's helped me and that's just setting expectations from the outset for with yourself as well as the client and it's probably even more important to set those expectations with yourself so you can keep your cool and see the process through to the end. Because when you send off those, you hit send, or you present them live, these concepts, you're putting yourself out there. And it can be demoralizing if the feedback isn't good. So, by you know communicating, setting those expectations, what I mean is that you tell them that, hey, this is a process. You know, there's a good chance you won't like what what I create the first in the first round. But that's okay. It gives us something to springboard some ideas off of. You know, for every concept I create that is not the right concept, we're that much closer to the the right concept. Or or you can check that idea off the list. And hopefully you're doing initial concepts that are unique enough to where you're kind of 
narrowing in and answering questions like okay this one was just logo type this one was logo or was just kind of a pretty plain font with the logo mark or or this was unique logo type and a logo mark together um, and this one had maybe more edgy energy this was more stable and strong and safe yet unique or whatever what are they gravitating to and this could get us into a whole new conversation about how to scope this kind of work it's hard to give a fixed bid on a logo you know essentially if you say hey I'm gonna deliver X amount of concepts we're gonna have one two rounds of revisions different rounds of concepts or whatever um, you know there's a good chance that they may not end up being happy after that many rounds or you put too much pressure on yourself and aren't able to deliver or, or maybe you're lucky and you will anyways it's hard let's just leave it at that but if you do have the luxury of maybe be having an open-ended project it's you're working in-house or or just hourly on this and and you can say yeah we'll do this again and again we'll learn and we'll tweak and we'll trust the process but just know that you're not going to like the first round there may be things in there that we can learn second round hopefully there will be one that you don't hate and then we can narrow in on that and the third round is variations of that um, but it's subjective and it's hard so I guess I'm trying to motivate myself to see this project through <laughs> and to know that you know while I've been having fun and the first 90 percent was, was sweet I think I'm still in the 90 percent I've only sent off the first round of logos and I got some good feedback they actually took the time to say you know their thoughts on each of the five concepts um, none of them were instant winners that's for sure but uh, so yeah logo design is a hard hard one um, there are a million other examples you know this idea of creating a new website homepage for for a company I mean that's that's your front door for a lot of companies that's you know you're not brick-and-mortar uh, so that is that digital presence is the most important thing to that company and and the first impression for a lot of those prospects and they're going to really acutely uh, grade the company on the quality of that website they may not be able to say hey i know what i like about this website or i don't but they'll they'll feel it they'll know does this website convey trust and professionalism you know and, and that and that can be conveyed even if it's for an aggressive 
rollerblading brand or or like Nike shoes. I mean, you you trust that even in this category that they know what they're doing and you know you can trust to do a credit card transaction with them or whatever so trusting the process is easy to say but I'm just trying to say it's it's hard to do in practice but the more you do it the more you believe that there is an end in sight and and accept the fact that some projects are going to go smoother than others and communicate to these customers and and learn find ways to narrow in on what it is some somebody's looking for like if you can if somebody says hey your client i like this website this is you know my competitor or maybe it's a totally different industry but it's just well done and this is why, then that's going to help you when you create their version. It's not like you're copying them, but you can say, I can see that, okay, it's got, you know, happy imagery of people or it's using darker tones. The There's lots of white space or, or it's aggressive and fast, whatever. Um, that helps. With this logo example, they you know they want they don't want to look like anybody else they want this to be completely unique their current logo they they you know are bothered because it has some elements that remind them of this other famous logo mark or whatever and uh that's that's hard because It's hard to do simple. It's hard to do unique. Because with the billions of people out there, there's a good chance that someone's created something really similar, if not exactly like that. Yeah. So give that some thought. And what is it that you've experienced where you had to trust the process, or maybe you didn't? And maybe you gave up. And would this mantra, this aphorism of trust the process, would that have helped you? Are you somebody who can be patient? All good questions. And let me just tell you, it, uh, it's not something that you just do overnight. It's something you work at and you get better at. And so just to kind of recap, trust the process. My four steps is you got to know the process, right? Is number one. Number two, you got to believe you can do that thing or you can do anything. That's even better. You just believe like if I train hard enough, if I read enough books or digest enough YouTube videos, I can do that thing because I'm a capable human. Third is patience. Them, them stuffs is hard. And you got to just be patient with yourself, be patient with the process, and keep moving forward. And four, number four, is have that resolution to see this thing all the way through. Realizing that 
in, in reality, step four is probably the hardest. It's completing that thing. And that's why done is better than perfect. It's true. And, and if you can convince yourself that perfection is impossible and help your clients see that as well, then your likelihood of completing something and having them be happy with it increases. So set them expectations. And again, I apologize if, uh, if my tiredness has shown through more than, than I would have liked it to, or more important, you, you would have liked it to. <laughs> but we're, we're real here, you know. And I want to be consistent. This is something that I've uh, committed to do and that I enjoy doing, even uh, amidst the busy life that we all live. It's important to me um, for the tens and tens of people that watch and listen to this that I'm, I'm here, I'm being consistent. And I'm trusting the process that one day it, it'll pay off. And, but at the same time, I'm enjoying the ride. So, until next time, my friends, keep on creating. Create or die. <laughs>